You're listening to The Outcasts, brought to you by Zach Floor, and recorded live from Lower Allen Park. Sitting down here under a pavilion, watching the rain. Had nothing to do today, so I uh, figured it'd be as good as time as any to um, come down and just read. Read a little book, sit in nature. And uh, while I was down here, I thought it's been a little while since I recorded. And um, figured now would be a good time as any. I've been thinking a lot about intention. What my intentions are. Beyond just this podcast, but for myself. For the life that I look to create for myself. Over the past couple weeks, there have been times where I've taken a walk or gone to the woods and set up my phone to record and started talking and had to shut it off. This this podcast is for me. It's it's my spirit. You know, what I mean? it's my dharma, and it's it's my soul incarnated into a uh, a discernible audio that anyone anywhere in the world can pick up. I want to make sure that when I'm delivering something that my heart's in it, that my mind's in it, that my body's in it, that I'm all here. And if I can't do that, then I just don't see the point in recording. If I'm not delivering something that I find compelling, then I just don't feel that anybody else is going to find it compelling. And the thing about right now is I just don't really have anything to say. I don't have some monologue that I want to give. I don't have any issue that I want to take down or talk about. And that's why I figured that right now would be as good as time as any to come down and deliver something. My intentions are clear in the fact that I have no intention. You can hear the rain in the background coming down ever harder. And uh, the Harrisburg area has been like this for the past three, four days. Just basically torrential downpours. There's flooding going on everywhere. And weirdly enough, I, I kind of like it. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan of overcast kind of days. I like the cloudiness. I like the gray, blank slate kind of sky. And I don't mind rain. I like rain. I feel like rain washes away things. The good, the bad, the ugly. And every couple of years, Maybe once a year, if we're lucky, we get a succession of rainfall like this in my area. And whenever you have this, it comes with flooding, comes with property damage, but it also comes with change and growth. As someone who spent a lot of time in the creek growing up, there'd be certain things that you would come back to after a long rain and the landscape would be changed. 
that patch of area you used to play in wouldn't be the same place. Trees will have been knocked down. Other trees will have floated downstream. Natural dams will have occurred. And on top of that, foliage begins to grow. You get a sprouting of all new kinds of life. And that's something I always enjoyed. You know, this may seem dreary to some people, but to me it's... It's what makes the sunny days so great. I wouldn't be able to enjoy the warmth of the sun on my skin if I didn't know what the cool wet rain felt like falling onto my face. You have to take the bad and the good and realize that they're neither of the two. They're the same. You can't have one without the other. And to have one, you need the other. So I like days like this. There's something serene about sitting still and listening, just listening to the raindrops fall on the leaves, hit the ground, hear the trickle of tiny streams formed, all leading to a waterway where everything will eventually wash into the Susquehanna River. It's a clearing. And the land is being cleansed. At least that's how I feel about it. Looking forward for the podcast, I, I want to start switching up the format. First and foremost, I want to find my voice and what I mean by that is I want my purest form coming through and I don't want it to be so stiff I believe that comes with time comes with lessons learned comes with experience and you're only as good as the time that you put in that being said I don't want any of this to feel forced and I want to make sure that I'm not rela- I'm relaxed. You know, I'm just I'm I'm talking as me. Secondly, I want to move towards having more people on the podcast. And especially as much as I love the group dynamics, moving away to more on to have more one-on-one conversations so that I can really get down to the nitty-gritty of what makes the person in front of me the person that they are. These are the aspirations I have for the future and for my creative future and the future endeavors that I'm going to undertake. I want this to be a platform where I can have creative and interesting people come on and talk about things that you don't get to talk about in the day-to-day goings-on of life. I want to create a platform where people that have a voice and don't feel like they're able to share it can come on and we have the ability to have an unfiltered, uncut discussion about issues that matter to myself and whoever will be sitting right in front of me.
I'm saying all this not to, not even really to tell you guys, but to tell myself, I have to put this into action. I have to put these aspirations into the air. And the only way of doing that is by letting myself know out loud, not judgmentally, what I want out of myself. I wouldn't call myself a loner. Uh, I wouldn't call myself even necessarily independent. Not that I'm not. But I do feel that in some way I am my closest friend. I have to spend more time in this life with myself than anyone else. And if I don't know myself, if I don't know what I want, then what do I really know about anything? I've always felt that having a relationship with who you are is the key to having a relationship with everybody else. If you can't be honest with yourself, if you can't love yourself, if you can't take care of yourself, how can you be expected to do that for any other human being? Furthermore, if you can't show yourself respect, how can you respect somebody else? And I'm not talking about being nice. Being nice and being polite is easy. Putting on a smile, saying hello, please and thank you are not to go unappreciated, they're very important. But that doesn't make you a complete person. Just being nice on the surface to somebody isn't going to reward you with any sort of niceness back towards you. I do, however, believe showing kindness and showing love and showing respect to others fully, unfiltered, and wholly will in some way see itself back to you. Same goes with love. You cannot love somebody until you can love yourself. So when I'm sitting here by myself, talking to this recording, talking to this phone, it's not like this is live. You know, I mean, I'm not necessarily putting this up yet. I mean, I don't know if I will. I, you know, I mean, maybe I will. I don't even know if I'll listen to it. I just, I just go with the vibe. You know, I go with the feeling. Some of my podcasts I've listened to, some of them I haven't. I just kind of wing it. Nothing held back, only looking forward. But all this stuff that I'm saying, I'm really only saying to myself. You know, I'm not saying it to any of you, that these would-be listeners that might hear what I have to say. I'm saying it to me, and I'm affirming it to myself. So the, the aspirations that I have, I'm making them concrete by relaying them to my being. It's like I'm having an open discussion with myself that you are able to chime in with. There's something about being surrounded by trees, I feel like, that just kind of gets me into a zen mode 
where I can just be myself. I can be me with me. I can hang out with me, myself, and I and enjoy it. And I feel like that's because when you're in the woods or the forest or, you know, any kind of landscape where you're in some sort of solitary confinement, it's the only time where I'm not Zach Bloor that everybody else knows. There's no weight that's being carried. There's no title that I have to live up to or a reputation that drags behind me. When you're out in the forest, the only thing that defines you is your actions, solely and wholly. That's why I like this place so much. Out here, I don't have to be my parents' son or my sister's brother. I don't have to be my grandmother's grandson or my buddy's friend. I can be me. I can be the human that I know that I am, that only I can show myself. And I believe that reflects. There's a serenity, a calmness, a tranquility to being by yourself. And it's not being lonely, it's being alone. And those are not the same thing. I'm not lonely. Lonely is needy. Lonely is a call out for compassion or affection. Being alone, being solitary, being in solitude, that's a choice. It's an active choice that I'm making. I like getting away. I like being away from the hustle and bustle. I like being away from the noise. As I sit at this picnic table under this pavilion, looking at the wet, rainy woods around me, I can see birds chirping, flying, picking up worms, eating them, flying them back to their nest, and feeding their young. I'm watching a deer graze on grass about probably a 150 yards away from me. And she's doing her thing and I'm doing my thing and that's all right. Even when you're alone, you're not actually alone. Even if there weren't any animals and there were just trees, I wouldn't be alone. There are living things around you all the time, even if you can't hear them, even if you can't see them, they're there. And they have their own life force. They have their own energy that they're giving off. When you're out here, you're connected to that. And it's crazy how I'm, I'm really not that far away from anything. I mean, the road's right over there. You know, I can hear the cars going by. I can't see them. So do they exist? You know what I mean? I know they're there, but I'm completely separated. 
in here, I'm in my own world. Out here, I'm in my own world. And it's a world that I get to share with other living things. And I appreciate that. One of my favorite things to do is just to watch animals do their thing. To watch this deer who's now moved away from the field and more closer to the tree line. And as she plucks leaves off the tree, there's a certain I don't know how to put it. I wish I knew how to put it, but I, I don't. And I don't think it's I think it's because humans don't have a word for it. They're not thinking. They're doing. Sure, there's some cognitive ability going on there. And there's some there's some thought in their actions. I'm I'm sure of it. You know, that deer has to know to lift its head and what leaves to pick, what grasses to eat. They're making decisions, but they're not overthinking them. They're not overanalyzing the decisions they're making, and they're not regretting them. I've always admired that about animals. I feel we as humans become arrogant with our quote-unquote intelligence. But is intelligence a gift or a curse or both? That deer isn't worrying about where her next meal is coming from. She's just eating. She isn't worrying about what she's going to do tomorrow. She's just doing what she's doing now. She isn't sitting there thinking that in a couple days she might cross the road and get hit by a car. She's just eating. It is a, is it a curse to be aware of time, of your own mortality, of the fact that life is fleeting, and that though you are here, you have a limited time to do with it what you will? I don't know. What I do think I do know is... That if you spend your entire life thinking about what you're going to do, you're never actually going to do anything. If you spend your entire life worrying about what might go wrong, nothing's going to go right. I think there are lessons that we can pick up from seemingly unintelligent animals. If there is a word in the human vocabulary to describe the calmness that comes with just existing, I would love to know it because I don't. I'm fortunate enough to be sitting close to a pond as well. 
and you can hear the bullfrogs croaking. All crying out. All looking for someone to mate with. To keep their species going. Is that what we're all doing? Down to being an amphibian or a reptile or a mammal all the way up to being a human being are we all just crying out saying someone love me someone come here someone come sit with me and let's make the human race keep going I mean how much bullshit do you go through on a daily basis just to impress other people for most of us, it's to impress the opposite sex. I can't speak for women, because I'm not a woman. But I will say that, based on my myself and the people that I surround myself with, I'll give it like 95% of what men do is to impress women. It's a solid 95%. It's like 5% everybody else does for themselves, but like 95% is all like a bid to get more girls than the guy next to you. Is the meaning of life as simple as natural selection? To be as physically fit as you can, to find a mate, and then to live long enough to see that your offspring can do the same thing. Is that the meaning of life? Is it that simple? Is it sitting right in front of us as the frogs croak and the deer graze and the birds chirp? How much of what we all do is just to get somebody that we won't be afraid to be ourselves in front of? And at what point, if you accept that you're in a relationship with yourself, can you find that comfortability and start doing more for you? What if all the things you do to impress other people, what if all the things you do to gain someone else's affection, what if you did those things for you? What if you worked to gain your own affection? What if you worked to gain your own love? What if you worked to gain your own respect? And what if you found all those things? What if you could be a self-actualized human being? And at that point, wouldn't you be more capable of giving love, respect, and affection to another person? If you became more one with yourself, couldn't you be a better one for somebody else? I think there might be something to that. So this is why I did this. I didn't know what I was going to talk about. Frankly, I didn't have anything to talk about. And I just let it roll. I want to thank you for listening to The Outcast.
Stay on the outside.